Hi there, welcome to Tough Talks with Hits Radio Prize. I'm Paolo and in this podcast series, we'll hear from 20 different people from the LGBTQ plus community as they relive and reflect on a tough talk from their past. From sexuality to gender and identity, we'll hear from them and the person they had the conversation with. In this episode, we'll hear from Nathaniel, a theatre maker and HIV activist, and his older brother Alex, as they reflect on the moments Nathaniel told him about his diagnosis. In our family, we're the closest, um, age gap-wise, because we're 18 months. Um, we have an older brother um, and a younger sister. But I think growing up, we were, because we shared a room for a long time, so we were really close. Yeah, like we shared a room until what, we were seven, I was 17, maybe yeah. 18. We used to have night talks. And that they could quite often like go on till four AM, but they could also like end in a fist fight <laughs> at like midnight yeah. over nothing. Yeah. Um, but then the next morning it was just normal. So I think our childhood was pretty carefree and fun. I'd say most of the time. I think yeah, I think so. I think we were very very lucky in that sense. So the memory of our tough talk this is in two thousand and seventeen. Um, I wrote a letter to you. Um, and to the rest of the family telling you that I was HIV positive um, and that I had contracted HIV when I was 16 um, for my first sexual encounter. I think you maybe had asked for like our address or there was something that was sort of, you know, one of those things where you don't think of anything. And then and then the post came and I was like, oh, it's a card. I recognised the handwriting and then opened it. It was obviously like a, an element of shock and sorrow, but then it was quite a slow process of trying to put that timeline together so do you do you remember what the letter said yeah it, it you know it was written as if you were in the room with the whole family and you'd sent this out to all of the family it said that you know you've got something to tell us all um that this might basically that this might be a, a big thing for all of us but it's something we shouldn't worry too much about in that you've dealt with this already in your in your personal life and then basically said that you've been living with a big secret on your shoulders you know, weighing you down for, you know, most of your adult life and, and then just explain that you, you were, you know, HIV positive and, and that that had happened um, back at your first sexual encounter. It was, you know, to the point, but but kind of understandingly written. And I, I think I remember thinking, why has he put so much emphasis on us coming? Like it was, you know, I think I thought it was overly sympathetic to us <laughs> when I read it. It was sort of like, all the emphasis was on like I know this will take you you guys time to process and it was more in an initial shock and then that initial kind of where was I why didn't I notice some of this um quite quickly got through that and and really was was kind of I guess a sense of um pride and I think my reaction might have been understated because it came across in your letter that this has been a long circuitous route but this is me dealing with it and like mm. in my day-to-day -day life now um the virus itself doesn't really have much you know control over me what's got control over me is this other bit the stigma that doesn't need to be there and there was that moment of you kind of starting to come to terms with that not needing to be there and now completely smashing it i was really nervous um about talking to you and everyone about it you know we're talking 15 years of pent-up anxiety and nerves around it it wasn't just it wasn't just you it was it was everyone it was partners obviously knew long-term partners and a few friends knew but other than that I was very much living in the HIV closet so although I was an out and proud gay man I was sort of living this dual life and this they had this trauma hanging over me 
um, that was having an impact. I had, you know, I had post-traumatic stress disorder. I had terrible night terrors and ongoing anxieties because of what happened. Um, and it's only now that I'm, I'm kind of unpicking all that. But I think I got to a point when it came to 2017 where I was like, I could see that my life was going to go one of two ways at that point. It was like my my mental well-being and health was not in a good place and, and I was going to go... It was going to go downhill. There was only one way. I tried so many times to say it just got stuck. And actually writing the letter was... I'd put it in my diary, <laughs> funny enough. I'd found a free afternoon and I was like, write the letter. And um, and I did. And I, sat and, and I just felt really quite peaceful after I'd done it. And I just thought take the moment now get it in envelopes straight away you can't um, can't even begin to say how freeing it is to not have to carry that secret anymore yeah i think that that um i was reflecting on what when i initially read the letter and i did have those feelings that you kind of have with that thing of oh why didn't they why couldn't they tell me but quite quickly i kind of i i put myself back to our kind of teenage self and i was just like i wasn't that the person I might be now not that I would have reacted badly but I just was you know I was in a band at that point just doing you know doing things teenagers do just being out and focusing on the my first kind of steps of freedom so I just was oblivious yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so then quite quickly I started to think about actually well the flip of that is how hard it must have been for him to tell me if it's taken this long mm. sort of thing not not necessarily why didn't he tell me yeah, I just kind of then felt felt a kind of sadness that, that you'd had to carry it for that long. One of the powerful things about telling your story is that when you when you relive in a safe environment a traumatic memory or a trauma, it becomes a memory, it becomes a history, becomes something that happened to you but in the past and it's not something that you're living emotionally in your body anymore. Um, so I feel like now this, this conversation's part of that process now as I go through and sort of box off that part I feel relaxed and calm and at peace thanks for listening to Tough Talks with Hits Radio Prides if you've enjoyed this episode please share the love by telling your friends rating us five stars and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode if you'd like help or support about any of the things you've heard in this episode or in the series, you can reach out to Switchboard, the confidential LGBT plus helpline on 0300 330 0630 or check out hitsradio.co.uk forward slash pride. Tough Talks is produced by Reform Radio and made possible by the Audio Content Fund.